Milan, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away. Whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoyling. DeCam says, give me that. A pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way. Bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around. Corner, pocket, cash for Lund. Guess who's back? He is now the all-time program wins leader at the University of Northwestern for Eagles women's basketball. So pleased to once more welcome in Aaron Call to the pod. Coach, thanks so much for joining us once again. Yeah, my pleasure. Great to be on with you guys. So let's let's just start right there. There are so many headlining moments, if we want to put it that way, that have happened for your squad this season. You guys have wrapped up the number one seed. The UMAC tournament will run through Roseville next week. We will get to all that, trust us. But starting off with that, I mean, what's the first thing that pops into your mind when you hear now that no one else in program history at Northwestern has won more games as a head coach than you have? Uh, you know, first thing that pops in mind, I guess, is just all the wonderful players I've gotten to coach over the years. And, um, you know, I think I've been blessed to be here for 13 years, which is which is an accomplishment in itself, I'd say. And, and I think it's off, off, also awfully uh, cool that uh, Linda's, Linda's the coach that, um, that was the all-time winningest coach um, before me, and her, her daughter is on our team right now and got to be a part of that. And Linda's here for all of those types of things. And the fact that Linda coached here for 13 years, Linda Shuck, and then now I've been here for 13 years, uh, you know, that's pretty good consistency. And um, when you're able to be consistent at a place, um, and you, we get as, we get wonderful players like we do, and I've gotten to coach with so many wonderful coaches that um, you know it's just kind of a, a humbling thing to think about. But I feel very blessed to to have worked with so many great coaches and so many great players, and and at a place like this where um, the administration is so supportive, and it's just it's just a fun place to work, and and a place that I really enjoy coming to work at every day. So. Uh, those are kind of the first things I think about it's, as uh, as you kind of talk about that kind of thing. Well, so let's talk about the weekend as a whole then, Coach, because, you know, you, you get that done on Friday night. You beat Northland. Great start, but then you, you lose the perfect conference record in, you know, Saturday's game. Great game against Superior. It goes all the way to overtime. What what? How do you describe the weekend, I guess? Because all of that was great on Friday night, and then you have that, and I'm sure that was just oh, a tough one to swallow because, I mean, it's hard to lose, but when you lose the way you did like that, you were so close. I'm sure that's uh, going to be one that sticks with you and maybe even motivates you getting ready for the conference tournament. So how would you describe the weekend as a whole, I guess, last weekend? Yeah, I would describe it as exhausting. It was an emotional weekend for, for all of us. I mean, to, to be able to clinch the um, the conference championship and win it outright for the first time, I think since 2007 or 2008, um, that was an emotional night for us and an exciting night for us um, to be able to do that together as a group. And, and then, you know, after Saturday's game, I think we were all kind of exhausted, and uh, it was it was a fun game. I look at it from that from that standpoint of it was a really good game for us. I mean, we needed to be um, to have some of those situations late in the game to to be pushed on some of that, and 
you know, we had we had really been playing quite well and, and hadn't had many close games, as you're aware, I'm sure. And um, so it was it was really good for us. And Superior played a really good game on Saturday, so uh, we were thankful for that opportunity to um, to to compete with them. And and I, I don't think it was the worst thing in the world for us to to have to go through that and to see if we can bounce back from that now. We will definitely talk about what's to come for you guys, not only this weekend, but then next week. You know as well that you will be hosting a UMAC semifinal on Wednesday night. But, Coach, if you could take yourself back to the fall, and we talked with you before we got into the season and maybe place yourself in the first couple weeks of practice in October, if someone were to tell you that going into the final weekend of UMAC play, you'd be 15-8 and overall, but more importantly, you would be 11-1 and in UMAC play. You'd have the one seed wrapped up. You'd have the, you know, numbers that we talked about a moment ago as you're the uh, all-time program wins leader and everything that's happened so far this season. What, what would you say to that? I mean, would you believe it? What, what would be your reaction to that if someone told you your club would be 11-1? and one? Yeah, no, I probably, I probably wasn't uh, thinking that was a very likely outcome um, if you would have told me that at the beginning back in the fall. Uh, our our team has responded in in just an incredible way. They have uh, they've played really really well, and we've had a lot of new faces step up and do a lot of incredible things. But um, you know sometimes these seasons become really fun because you we I really didn't know what to expect going into this season. Um, I knew we had talented players; they just hadn't had a lot of experience, and um, and so it's been a it's been a really fun ride. And we've had some ups and downs in the um, you know, the early part of the season and obviously adding Robbie back into our mix. I didn't know that at that time. And that definitely adds something to our team. So, uh, yeah, I probably would not have expected it, but it sure has been a fun ride and, uh, girls have played really well and we're just really hoping we can have a, a nice strong finish now. Yeah, so maybe take us through, you know, getting a player like uh, Robbie back too, because obviously that's a huge boost to your team and not something you would have expected coming into this year. How did that work as far as when she initially came back? Did it take a little bit for her to get used to being around the rest of the team or was it kind of a seamless transition? How, how did that kind of go initially? Because obviously it's going great now and I'm sure it was right away too, but was there maybe a week or two there where everybody had to try and figure things out a little bit? Yeah, for sure. I mean, she was helping us out volunteering as a coach. So she was around the team some, um, not all the time, but she was around the team some. But I, I give a, a ton of credit to our current team for taking you know her back. And Robbie's a very humble player. She's a very humble person. But that's not easy for a group of people who are experiencing success and they're having playing time and, and they don't know how that's going to be affected. So I, I give a ton of credit to... Um, you know, first of all, Robbie for how she handled it, but then for our team for for taking her back, and and that doesn't always happen, you know, easily or seamlessly. And and there was some there was some adjustments and some transition with that. Um, but you know, really proud of our girls for being able to do that and and handle that in a mature way. And um, you know, we kind of changed our rotation at that time um, just to kind of play deeper, and and everybody's had to kind of you know let go of any visions they had of playing 35 minutes or, or whatever um, that might be. And, and everybody on our team has done a really good job of that. And I'm really proud of them for that because it's allowed us to kind of be a different UMAC team. Um, and, and I think it's really helped us the, the, as deep as we've been able to go. But uh, I didn't know how that was going to go, but they did a really good job of that and uh, accepted Robbie. And, and that's been great. 
you're talking about the team on the floor, Coach, and what all your players have done this season. We're going to you know, get back into more of the thick of that here in a moment. But let's go to the bench with you and your assistants. You talked to us in the fall, and we're sharing how you kind of have a different role this season with your right-hand man for so many years, Tyler Schmidt, now not being on the staff any longer and some new blood coming in with Kyle Yost stepping in and then Coach Goodwin as well. And like you said, you had... Megan McGow is a volunteer assistant before she's now back on the floor. How has that adjustment been for you? Because I remember you sharing a little bit how you were going to maybe have to draw up some more sets during a game where Tyler did a lot of that and things during the week. How has, you know, Kyle been stepping in and your role changing? Clearly, you know, 11-1, and one, like that'll do. But, but take us behind the scenes a little bit for uh, how that transition has been. Yeah, for sure. Kyle has been tremendous. He's been a, he's been great. He's been uh, he works really really hard at it. Um, he's really stepped up and taken over a lot of our defensive stuff. And you know, our for those who have followed, you know, we used to play a lot of zone. We don't play much zone anymore. And that's kind of been his his deal. And he's done a, just a tremendous job with that. He's got the girls to buy in and believe in that. And um, he spent a lot of time watching film. He. He really cares about the girls, so he's been a—he's he, just been great to add to our staff. And um, fortunately for me, uh, Coach Tyler Schmidt has has stayed around a little bit. He still um, follows it very closely. He and I still talk quite a bit, so he's been great help for me as I've kind of transitioned to that role. But um, and then Coach Goodwin has done so much behind the scenes stuff that nobody ever sees. She doesn't get enough credit for it, but she's done so much stuff behind the scenes that has freed up uh, my time a little bit to be able to, to learn some of this stuff. But uh, Coach Yost and I have worked really well together. Um, it's been fun as we've kind of kind of explored new paths together as far as that goes. But he's, he's just done a tremendous job with our defense. And I'm having a lot of fun learning this, you know, continuing to learn this offensive system that, that kind of Coach Schmidt kind of taught. And, you know, I, I think I've put my own spin on it a little bit, but uh, it's been fun to kind of go back and forth and, and coach Schmidt's come here a couple of days and we've spent, you know, coach Yost and coach Schmidt and I have spent long days, you know, watching film together and bouncing ideas off each other. So it's fun to be able to collaborate with such, uh, with such great coaches and feel very blessed to have so many great coaches on my staff over the years. So as you get ready now for this weekend, there's no such thing as a meaningless game by any means. You got two games, two opportunities to continue progressing forward to the conference tournament. However, the results in the grand scheme of things, you know, you're going to be the outright number one now at this point. You're hosting the conference tournament. Do you find yourself reminding your players and and the girls that, hey, just because that's the case, we, we can't take our foot off the gas pedal here, though. How do you approach that knowing that in that sense, the games maybe aren't quite as important as some of the other ones? Don't get me wrong. Like I said, every game is meaningful, but it's a little bit of a different deal here this week and maybe considering the circumstances. Yeah, no, for sure. So we're we're just kind of approaching it like we do most other every other weekend. You know, we're just trying to go in and to prepare the best we can to hold ourselves to the the highest standard that we can to the play to the best, you know, ability that we can, right? So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to take care of us. We've done less and less scouting over the years and even this year we've just tried to focus on Northwestern and play the best basketball game that we're capable of playing and and we've not really approached it, you know, any any differently we you know it's not fair to those those of you who are playing fantasy to to take it any different so uh, we want to make sure that we uh, honor that so yeah fantasy has uh, been an interesting discussion coach uh for yeah. between Wyatt and i and uh, it's, it's been fun to follow i've had some uh, good ones but some not so good ones so why it's kind of dominated me on the woman's side but uh yeah. the men's side is the other way around <laughs> 
So That's anyway, <laughs> not that we're talking about that. Uh, sure. So when, when I look back on what's happened so far this season for you guys, and you mentioned how you wouldn't have you know expected this going back to October, but we know this group has a lot of talent. Clearly we can see that, but we talked a lot in the fall about you know with inexperience you have so many question marks. When you look back, and I know you still have more things you want to accomplish, don't get me wrong, but was there a headliner moment where you said, okay, this group could really do something special, whether it was, you know, we look back and you guys had a lawn start at home at the Erickson Center if it was the win against North Central or Bethany, or when you went on a road and you won a game at Superior where for long stretches, I mean, to be honest, you can buy a three ball, but you still win that game somehow. I mean, is there a moment Maybe it was a practice or maybe it was a game where you said, okay, this group could do something really, really special this season. Yeah, you know, I don't know if they're – honestly, um, I, I didn't know this, you know. But when we went down to Wartburg, we lost both games. Uh, but we played Wartburg really tough. I think we were up seven or nine in the third quarter. Um, and that started to feel like – Okay, there is something here. That's that's when I, you know, we had um, those, you know, those were kind of Robbie's first game back, and we had kind of shifted the way we were playing at that time, um, trying to play a little bit faster, trying to defend a little bit differently than we had talked about, and we lost that game, and then we actually got blown out by Simpson the next day. Um, but that Wartburg game um, really started, and I, I tried to tell the girls at that point. I said, I think we are taking steps forward right now. It feels like we are. And then when we were able to come back and beat a Finlandia team that had beaten us earlier in the year um, on that home game, on that snowstorm, you know, then, then it started to feel like we were maybe going to get a little bit, little bit of momentum at that time. So, and then it turned out we did get some momentum after that. But you know, I think we developed some confidence playing at Warburg against a, a top team in our region. Um, and, and playing with them, you know, like I said, lost the game, but I think that game helped us develop some confidence and we could kind of see uh, the direction we might be headed. So as you get ready for, you know, this final stretch here and heading into postseason play, how crucial is it to have experience on a team, you know, like, for instance, Megan McGowan back? Because otherwise you got a lot of new faces for the most part that haven't really gotten, like, significant tournament experience per se. So do you think that makes a big difference? And at the same time with some of the younger players, do you expect them to, you know, be able to handle that? And is it always, you know, something that for the first time you really can't, replicated is kind of what they say you just have to experience it would you say that is kind of the case with tournament play or, or how, how do you look at that yeah I think so we, with this team we've kind of tried to stay away from some of the you know the past well we've you know almost like ignorance is bliss a little bit sometimes mm-hmm. you know we didn't really I in fact um I didn't tell them we clinched to share the conference championship until after the game at crown and they were shocked they I mean they hadn't <laughs> You know, I kind of snuck up on me that weekend, actually, too. Um, but I, we didn't talk about it. And after the game, when uh, Morris had beaten North Central that day, I said, you know, went in and told them. And they were kind of like, what? <laughs> so there is a little bit of that where we're, they know the significance of it now. And, you know, we've had a lot of, it's it's different, but we've had a lot of players that have played. And, you know, Vic's played in the state tournament. Taylor's played in the state tournament. Um, Robbie's played a lot of playoff games here. We also had the national tournament experience with the National Christian College last year for for a lot of them, and um, you know, Lexi's played a lot of games now. She's you know basically in her junior year, so I think we're starting to get to that point. And you know, it's the teams that can that can play freely and just kind of let some of that go and just play basketball that have the most success this time of the year. And 
And sometimes, you know, I think we had a really good team last year and we just didn't play a very good game in the playoffs. And sometimes that happens too. So um, we'll see. We'll try to go in and play the best possible game that we can and, and not talk about the rest of that a little bit. I've been proud of what they've been able to accomplish. I think we've accomplished the most difficult thing that you can accomplish in a season, which is winning a regular season conference championship. And, um, you know, that's going to be something that this team will be able to have. Um, you know, they'll be able to look back and know that they accomplished that. So um, we'll talk about that and tell them I'm proud of them. And I'm, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll go out and do the best job we can come playoff time. Coach depth is obviously something that every single coach in any sport strives to have, and that can develop in different ways. But I think it goes to another level when you don't just have depth, but you have players who come off the bench and you don't see much of a difference with those players on the floor, and it's a seamless transition. You still have the same rhythm offensively. You're still going to be tough defensively, and you don't really skip a beat. I say all that to say, do you remember a time at Northwestern where you've had the ability like you've had this season, whether it be a, you know, Alice and Terry and Riley Hershey coming in together where you got Riley launching from deep and making a lot of three balls and Allison making a ton of hustle plays and facilitating the offense and you got Posternich as well and you got Megan McGow coming off the bench too with some huge leadership and, you know, a veteran presence like we've been talking about. I mean, in your time at Northwestern, do you remember a time where you've had so many talented players to go to off the bench where when I'm watching you guys play, at least, I say, like, I don't see a difference. I mean, you're giving starters a rest, and it's not like there is any drop-off whatsoever. No, I, I can't. I mean, this is this is the deepest team that we've had, 1 through 10, um, you know, as far as players on the court. And um, and I think it really has benefited us, and especially in our league when we play our Friday-Saturday schedule. Um, we talked about that. It, it's hard to play back-to-back days. And we were, we're really cognizant that if we can limit our minutes and keep people in the 23, 24-minute range, I think we're going to have an advantage. And we talk about it. You know, I think we have an advantage in the second half, and I think we really have an advantage on Saturday when we play back-to-back days. Um, uh, and so, but that, you know, that, that's a credit to our team for, like I talked about earlier, for being able to do that and accepting that and, and just buying into what we're trying to do as a team and, and just going in when their number's called and, and just really trying to push the ball and defend and wear other people down. Um, I think it's been it's a credit to our girls that they've been able to do that. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I think it's really been a benefit for us this year, no question, because you're right, there isn't, um, you know, much drop-off when, when we sub. And, you know, we do some things better with, you know, each of our groups, honestly. we You know, there's some things that are our group that comes in off the bench um, you know, does better than our, our group that starts the game and, and vice versa. So uh, I like to be able to, we like the flexibility that we have and, you know, late in games and we can kind of mix and match to, to try to put the skill sets out there that give us the best chance. Well, you said something, Coach, that I want to bring up. So obviously you play back-to-back Friday, Saturdays, and you get to this point in the year and that's pretty much all you're doing unless, you know, you maybe get a non-conference game. Some teams do here or there, let's say. But now as you go into the tournament, you know, you're playing on a Wednesday. So do you as a coach and a coaching staff have to look at that a little differently than in preparation on Monday and Tuesday, knowing you only got two days to prepare instead of the entire week like you've been used to for the last few weeks now? Yeah, well, I mean, we'll look at it a little bit differently. Although, you know, basically what we've been doing, um, we come in on Mondays in a, in a typical game week for us, we come in on Mondays and we just do all skill work. Um, it's no, It's no scrimmage stuff. It's no... Um, it's, you know, we don't divide up into teams or anything. It's, it's like getting up and down, running our stuff, doing some conditioning, some jump roping, some, a lot of shooting. And then we've taken Tuesdays off. We've just tried to, to, 
to dial back all year. We've taken Tuesdays off since the first of the year. Um, and then just kind of gotten ready Wednesday, Thursday. So, um, you know, actually, and, and basically on Wednesday, Thursday, we're getting ready for our Friday opponent. So uh, that'll kind of stay the same. We'll just kind of skip our Monday and Tuesday um, normal routine, and we'll get right into our Wednesday, Thursday to get ready for the weekend. So that's worked pretty well for us. We've tried to keep them fresh that way. And um, so I think we'll be able to adjust and, and go into it just fine, kind of with that same mindset. I know, Coach, you probably don't want to change too much because, you know, if it ain't broke, why fix it type of a thing? And you could say it's just another day, it's another practice, it's another game. But all that is to be said, if you can take yourself to, you know, Saturday night when you're on the bus ride back from New Ulm and then into Sunday where it's like, okay, we know who the number four seed's going to be, who's going to be marching into the Erickson Center on Wednesday night for a semifinal. We got this many days for practice, and I got this much time in your own time to prepare for it and then set up the messaging before the game Wednesday. Does anything maybe change? I know you want to probably keep most things the same, but when you work into tournament time and you guys have this opportunity as a number one seed where you know you won't have to go out on the road, I know you take it one game at a time. I know you take it one practice at a time. But for you personally, maybe, do you do anything differently or does something get heightened, I guess, when you go into a week of a UMAC tournament? Yeah, I mean, I, there is, like you said, you try to keep stuff, you know, as, as the same as much as you can. But I think from a, a prep standpoint now, especially, you know, in addition to not only is it a playoff time, but you're playing a team for the third time. And um, so there's just more that goes into that. You you can go back. You have two games worth of information to kind of look through. Um, you've got, you have a pretty good idea how a team's going to guard you. So you might have a couple things, you know, special in that kind of situation. So you just, you just have more information to work with. Um, you, you don't want to make it too complicated, but there, there are different things that you can kind of do to, to, to kind of, you know, manipulate those matchups a little bit, I guess. So I'd say we, we probably will spend a little bit more time with that, um, in the playoff time. But as far as the, the girls go, you know, they know what we're going to do at this time of year. And so much of this time of year really comes down to, you know, does the ball go in the basket? Everything looks pretty good. And, uh, so we'll hope we, we shoot well on that night, and, and if we do, I, I like our chances. This will be the last question I have for you, Coach. You know, there's always people that ask questions coming into the season or there's things that, you know, we want the answers to ahead of time, and you just got to wait and let it play out. And then I think you discover things about your team that you didn't know were going to be there, key pieces, whatever it may be. What's been the biggest surprise for you as a coach this year with this team? Maybe it is the depth, like you said. It's the deepest team you've ever had. Maybe that's it. But is there anything else that really sticks out and you say to yourself, man, I didn't think we were going to be this good at this specific thing? Or is there anything that surprised you to where you are now compared to the beginning of the season? Yeah, I mean, for sure the depth is one thing, right? That, you know, I didn't I didn't see that coming in. And I thought we'd be his own team, you know, like we have been for the past couple of years. And we've been pretty good. Um, you know, not playing some zone. We've 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 just got a lot of really good individual def- defenders. Uh, I'm not sure Taylor Shuck gets enough credit for what she does defensively. She doesn't always, you know, have huge eye popping stats all the time offensively. Although she's she's been pretty solid there too. But she just does so much defensively for our team. And and she and Allison kind of have rotated off of trying to take away the team's best player, um, you know, perimeter player. And we've been we've been able to do that better than I saw coming. So I think those kind of things. Um, those two things are probably the things that, to answer your question, have kind of been a surprise for me. Um, and, and then we've been a pretty good road team, too, which, you know, I wasn't, I, I didn't really know. Um, but I, I, that's been a little bit of a surprise, too, I'd say.
Coach, I'll wrap it up with this one, and I hesitated about asking this one if I'm going to be honest because I know this this is not guaranteed whatsoever, but uh, I, I would like to get your thoughts on what it would mean to you if this group can find a way to win two games in the conference tournament and be UMAC tournament champions on top of being outright regular season champions that we were talking about earlier and how special that was this past Friday night. Northwestern hasn't done it since the 2013-14 season, for those who don't know. And you guys, I'm not even going to bring up what's happened the past chunk of years because you know it. But you've said, I I mean, it's a different group. It's a different coaching staff. And that can be kind of ignorance is bliss, like you said, and forget about the past. You can take this any direction. But, you know, if for a moment you could say, hey, we get a cut down the nets again in just over a week and we are UMAC tournament champions, what would that mean to you and to this group specifically? Well, I mean, it's, it's always special if you're able to do that, right? I've, I've had the privilege of being able to do that once in my career here. Um, so obviously it would be an a, a extremely special thing, and to be able to, to, to do that at home um, would, would be a really, um, yeah, obviously it would be a very special thing. Uh, you know, I, I guess I don't allow myself to get there a lot of the time right now. Right now we're just trying to focus, I know you know this, but trying to focus on doing the one game at a time type mentality and getting our team to the to the point where they're playing the best basketball we can. But we've also kind of had to come to a spot of, and we'll talk about this with our team, is all we can do is play the best possible game that we can, right? And, and prepare ourselves to the best ability that we can. And we have to be okay with whatever happens. I, you know, Tony Dungy, I, I love listening to Tony Dungy and talking you know he talks about that how years and years and years he you know he thought he was going to get a super bowl thought he was going to get a super bowl and eventually he's like i I have to be okay with whatever happens we have to prepare to be the best that we possibly can and then have to be okay with the results and and that's what that's the approach that we will take and it would it would obviously would mean a ton that's everybody's goal everybody loves to go to the ncaa tournament everybody loves to see their name called and um that would be tremendous if that happens for this group but uh we'll have to go into it like I said, prepare to be the, to play the best game that we can, and be okay with whatever the results are, and uh, and then and then go forward from that. So that's kind of the approach that we are going to take. Um, I hope that you know it's it's easier said than done sometimes, but um, that's that's kind of the approach that we're going to take and, and see where it, see where it all ends up. And we know somebody will be pretty excited cutting the nets down and, and going to the NCAA tournament and hopefully hopefully representing the UMAC very well. Coach, I appreciate you bringing up Dungy. He's one of my favorite coaches, if not my favorite of all time. And if I can make a comparison real quick, you know, for so long, you know, you can go back to his days in Tampa, but then in Indianapolis, you had to get over that hurdle of New England in the AFC final, and it was tough to beat Tom. But when they did, and they got onto the Super Bowl, and they were able to play the Chicago Bears down in Miami and get it done, they got it done. So you guys have lost in the semis the last four years. I'm just going to throw it out there. You get past it this time, maybe that's all you need is to get in that spot on Championship Saturday. Obviously, we'll wait and see. I know that's a little bit in the future, but really do appreciate you joining Wyatt and I once more. Best of luck to your club. First things first this weekend to finish out the regular season and then into the postseason as well. We're looking forward to the ride and hope you can enjoy it. I know there's a lot of things you got to do to prepare, but uh, again, thanks for the time and uh, enjoy the rest of the season, however far it go. Thank you. I appreciate it. I thought for a second you were going to go, if we can get over the UMAC tournament championship home, that you were going to predict we were going to go to the Final Four or something like that. <laughs> but 
I, I think you're. Yeah, I think this is this is probably better. So, uh, yeah, I appreciate the time, guys. And I appreciate all you do for UMIC basketball. It's been it's fun to 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 see that. I know the the coaches and the athletes appreciate it, and uh, it's it's been a fun season. And we're we're hoping for a good strong finish. Thanks, coach. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, guys.